The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. That's right. Head out to manscaped.com. I know that's an old picture. I got to get the new new picture up with the the retired beard going. I need to head out to manscaped.com, use the code REF, get myself 20% off free shipping, and get that beard trimmer. I did not get it for Father's Day. That's all right. We're in the middle of transition. I'll have to wait till in the new house. And, but uh, definitely definitely get that trimmed up a little bit. I use uh, I use the nose trimmer uh, all the time, and uh, you guys don't want to hear about me using the other ones. But they have some great products out there, shampoos, soaps, uh, everything that you need out there, manscaped.com. Use code REF. That's R as in REF. E as an F and F as an F. Get yourself 20% off and free shipping. But yeah, definitely. I was thinking that when that video came up, I was like, oh man, I need to update that that like, uh, photo. I don't even look the same anymore. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the uh, hard knocks and the um, and the Richmond's uh, training camp situation, we do want to talk about the Washington Capitals selecting Ryan Leonard, uh, right winger from Team USA, under 18 team with the eighth overall pick stoner as the resident caps expert and Mm -hmm. big time fan. uh, What do you think of the pick? The guy they really wanted, which was uh, a Russian stud uh, went one pick right in front of them to Philadelphia. There were rumors that Washington was going to want to move up to try and get this guy because they knew there was a couple of teams up there, but they didn't, they stuck with him. They need an, infusion of young talent so this is going to be a guy i think they can plug in almost right away we'll see uh, how many years it's going to take him to come up but a number eight pick in the draft is usually somebody who can help pretty early and he's a he's a north american and he's a winger and they need those guys big time all right so yeah so we'll pick. see how ryan leonard does for our caps and uh keep tabs on that and the rest of the draft process for the nhl as the season continues as well commander lorian asked me is this a playoff beard uh, i guess in a sense this is mm-hmm. postseason for for me and my in my life so uh no 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 it's not off season it's post it's it's my postseason as in post career from oh, the Air yeah. Force. Okay. So, okay. yeah. So, okay. uh, it is here to stay. We've mentioned that in a couple of comments on some of the other videos who've uh, been liking the beard. It's here to stay. I hope to trim up the, f- the face a little bit, uh, trim up a little bit uh, post retirement as well, kind of lose a little bit of this retirement gut that's come out here uh, as I've been uh, growing the beard, but uh, all in good time. Uh, I won't be able to go to Richmond, Virginia, though, for, for that as uh, training camp is not going to be on the bucket for Richmond. Now, Trev, this is where we met you. This is, this is one, this is will always for be, be my memory of Richmond, Virginia is meeting Trevor stores at training camp for the Washington football team at the time. And just Mm -hmm. starting this, this wonderful friendship and, and having you here with ref, the district, what is your biggest memory from training camp in, in Richmond, if it's not that already? 
Uh, it's well. Besides that, um, I think that was was that Jason Wright's like first year or second year. It was something. That training camp was like one of the best training camps. It was more interactive. It was like it's like yeah. the beginning of a new era, so to speak. Talk or, about uh, hope. We had a lot of hope right then. Tanya Snyder, remember yeah. that was when I think when you think about first, that was Tanya Snyder's first time out in the public as yes. being the owner because Dan Snyder had kind of gone away yes. and and there was some buzz around that and she's like tossing footballs to the fans and this yeah. was, she wasn't getting booed at this point she was like there was no. excitement for her to be there and take over kind of the ownership duties I think that was yeah because she was there being interactive Jason Wright was there being interactive there were I think I think a couple more things to do a couple more food vendors to do at training camp more places to stand and watch. Um, it's where I met a lot of other content creators as well, like Rio and 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 Parker and the guys from Burgundy Zone and Declassified and all you know everybody was there. Um, Josh Taylor, yes, Donna, you're you're muted, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah, I blame you yeah, water. I think did you read my lips? Yeah. But yeah, so not only meeting you guys and starting this incredible Man. journey that we're on right now, but also I think that was like the, the like the beginning of kind of the Dan Snyder era coming to an end because he was already handing the keys over to his wife as in like, mm-hmm. you take this, I'm going to, you know, start my exit. So I think that was my best memory of Richmond, just meeting you guys and the start of a new era. Yeah, I think Ryan Fitzpatrick kind of, at QB going to take us. Oh, yes. Land. He was running in the end zone. Like, yeah, oh, if, we're in 10 games. If you can remember, it was because of COVID in 2020, there was no camp for fans right. and all that. So, and I think that's when Jason was hired. But in 21, that's when they had like their first camp back. So that was our first chance to meet Jason. Chase was coming off his rookie defensive rookie of the year. Oh yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick, which we thought we were going to be slinging the ball all over the place. <laughs> Four thousand yards, remember that? Curtis, Curtis Samuel, he was the top free agent receiver. William yep. Jackson, he was the top. Oh yeah, uh, corner, a free agent corner. That seems um, so right, and yeah, it was Montez in Richmond. And Chase Young talking about sack records. Sack records. Yeah, like he's in the Tanya issue because San, uh, because Dan had gotten in trouble from the Washington Post. That whole article came out the year. So, but it was it was an electric atmosphere, and there was a lot of that hope. And then you know, first game, here we are. And here we are. Yeah, it's just crazy how it can just go from something so. And we got Ashburned. I admitted after that. Yeah. I said I totally got Ashburned, even though the camp was in Richmond. But the the term is you know Ashburn syndrome. Uh, but yeah, the, I I loved being down there in that atmosphere. But I mean, Richmond is just so far away, especially for me. It's like three and a half yeah. hours, and I know for Trev, it's probably three two. hours, two, two hours. hours. Yeah. Nathan's two and a half hours. Yeah, it was, depending it was on so, traffic on ninety five. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and I I get it for the for the Virginia people that it's good for them. I mean, that's, you have to kind of spread the love out for, for the commanders and everything, but nobody wants to go down there and like make a week of it or make a weekend of it in Richmond. You can say all you want about Richmond, but I mean, Richmond is not a destination. 
Okay. Have you guys, you, you both of you, you guys have been on vacations all over the country. Have you ever vacationed? Have you ever thought, have you ever put it on a list when you were looking at vacationing? Have you ever listed Richmond? Yes, a place you wanted to go for a weekend or a two week. hours a place away. I would like to fly out of maybe, but not. <laughs> yeah, it's a place That's to leave. When Trev was that- younger, two hours away, he probably wanted to do that as the uh, the bar scene, right? Like that might have yeah, been the Richmond bar sure. scene. Probably was yeah. a little bit better than Lexington. Not now. So just just stop with the whole you're offending Richmond or whatever. No, nah, no, we're not. I I don't want to call it a dump, but I have no reason to ever, ever go to Richmond. <laughs> For longer than you know, unless the commanders are there. Or yeah, the situation itself is it, it, it's disappointing because Richmond. I mean, they're going to be paying I think seven hundred thousand dollars a year the taxpayers of Richmond for still like the future years because the deal was that kind of Richmond bought the rights for them to come down and do training camp and it just didn't work out quite the but way not that paying the Richmond commanders. the Richmond thought. No, I think I think they're paying they're for that paying facility. Like yeah. Yes, yeah. What I liked about that was that it was a it was a designated space for something, uh, mm-hmm. and so that's what I want them to return to. I think Ashburn yeah, is is a great well, not great. I mean, the the players themselves rated Ashburn as a crappy training facility, <laughs> but I think it, yeah. that's what it's meant for. Is it's meant for a training facility? It's yeah. not meant for a training camp where you bring you know, mm. us fans out to kind of yeah. see practices. It's not really set up that way. It's always frustrating in Ashburn where I go, where we go to, you know, watch it. And then they play, they're playing on the far field Yeah, and Richmond. It always got set up. So that way it was like, they, you know, they're only there for the week. So you don't have to worry about the turf. Cause that's the reason in case you ever wanted to know, we've talked with the, the staff about it, the, the, they they have to rotate so otherwise one field gets you know done dirty and they they're opening up a lot of OTAs and training camps so if it's always by the fans that field's just going to be mud so they kind of have to rotate as they care for the yard and everything and Richmond mm-hmm. they didn't have to worry about that so the the playing was always by the fans and like they would mm-hmm. do some drills on the far end, but you got to see the seven on seven. You got to see the eleven on eleven. You got to see the wide receiver, you know, one on ones versus the CBs, yeah. and and that was exciting. And I think that Richmond area for that was great, like the buildup for that. And and so yeah. Richmond specifically, I'm you're right. I'm not going to necessarily miss Richmond specifically, but I do want them to look at opportunities until they build the next training facility to bring it out of Ashburn because Ashburn's not really that easy to get to either. I tend to just take the silver line and silver line's gotten a little further up there out and just kind of, you know, take a taxi the rest of the way. So that the, the Richmond aspect, I'm not like when it comes to Richmond itself, I'm not going to go as far as stoner and dog the place, (laughs) Um, but I, I, I don't necessarily need it to be Richmond. Make it somewhere else. I mean, you could put it all the way down in North Carolina, and I would still go to it as a destination thing. Take a week off and and Mm -hmm. and be down there. I mean, I don't have to take a week off now because I'm retired. But the point still stands (laughs) that uh, I want that to come back. And and so, where would you guys, if not Richmond, because that's not going to happen anymore at Richmond, Trev? Where would you like them to hold training camp outside of Ashburn? Outside of Ashburn? 
outside of Ashburn. Ooh. Come on down here, Lexington, if you want to, bro. <laughs> right? That's not <laughs> no, a bad idea. Um, I guess we're going to keep it in that general area. Arlington, maybe, hmm. or Fairfax, or some, you know, some Manassas, Nova. something Nova. So still, still a Nova. That's that's interesting. Uh, I was you thinking... already got to drive to Maryland for the games. Like, just go ahead and, you know, we make you guys drive to Virginia for camp, and you make hmm. us drive to you guys for games. So hmm. there's that. <laughs> Michael bringing up the Pennsylvania years when they used to have training camp up in Pennsylvania. West yeah. Virginia, that'd be cool. There's nothing West Virginia. Just come there. And well, they have that. That West Virginia, they've they've got the that resort bar. where yeah, where yeah. don't some teams haven't it's, some uh, teams gone Saints, there? When Drew Brees was playing during his yeah. last years, they were there. Yeah, some uh, teams have gone there a couple there. times, I yeah. think. So yeah, it's just nice, beautiful mountain scenery. Like that's a nice vacation spot. Are you gonna switch then to West Virginia or are you gonna stick with Nova, Trev? I'm gonna go West Virginia. All right. Smoky yeah. Mountains, Stoner, yeah, where where are you blue. gonna be? Let's go to the Poconos in Pennsylvania. Let's yeah, go back all the to way Pennsylvania. Up there, yeah, I mean, I don't think it matters. Like you said, Nathan, the setup, give me the setup in Richmond or something similar to that setup. Give me that anywhere, wherever right. it is. Give me that setup. Don't give me right. the Ashburn setup. Right. You can put the Richmond setup in Ashburn, and I'd be okay with that. that yeah, that was a great setup, man. They had they had merch everywhere. They had places Food like vendors. for Former players were would come in and just hold court in a area where they could sign stuff. Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, the oh, VIP just, area that was it was a little bit more feasible. Like you got the, I think you got a little bit more interaction with the fans. There's a VIP area in Ashburn, but it, it it's like away from where you're going to actually get the interaction. Mm. So mm-hmm. it, it's yeah. It I, I think that that setup is great. And as far as location, actually, I think that. You know, Michael, now that you bring up the Pennsylvania one, that would be kind of one of those neat things to kind of harken back to the Redskins days, right? Like they'd like to have these ties to the past. Maybe that's one of those things they can do is just go back up and and host it up in Pennsylvania for a year. Again, I think the goal end goal for this is that they're going to build a stadium complex with a training facility nearby and that's going to be where we will end up going, which means it will be kind of a destination uh, type event here in D.C., which is great, I think, because there's a lot to do in D.C., not just the training camp. But, I mean, if they're going to go outside and not going to be in Richmond, then I I think I like your guys' idea of the West Virginia, Pennsylvania side of the house. Uh, I think that they personally would go further south, though. I think that they would maybe – Maybe have it out there by uh, Bush Gardens or something like that hmm. in, in uh, the Virginia area, Williamsburg. Williamsburg yeah. yeah, that might be that might be a good area. Um, I, I think also it's it's kind of cool to point out. Well, well, first the I hate giving the Cowboys any sort of praise, but so don't. the pra- the Cowboys setup that they have for their training facilities and all that. Uh, yeah, that's what we need. Yeah, that's their goal. I mean, if you've seen all the plans, that's absolutely the goal is for them to have this one-stop shop for them and then also have kind of a community that they're going to build within there. Uh, A lot of people, David, Commander Lorian, talking about that 
you know, taking that RFK site, making it RFK Junior. Um, Michael pointing out RFK site isn't enough space. Yeah, it's not enough space. So uh, there isn't really a whole lot of space in Ashburn for cameras to be set up either, Uh, which might not be a problem as Hard Knocks seems to be headed to New Jersey with the New York Jets. You two have been just pining openly mm-hmm. pining for mm-hmm. for hard knocks we've asked jason wright personally on this channel and he kind of gave us the the cat bird look and was just like mm, can't say anything about that but kind of looked like he wanted it uh of course no team volunteered which means it's going to go to one of four teams washington is on that list and the only one of the four that didn't outwardly say we don't want it but it looks like the draw of Aaron Rodgers is going to be too much. How disappointed are you, Trav, that Hard Knocks I'm is not coming? Super disappointed. Days? If this rumor is true, because so far it's a rumor. Mm-hmm. If this rumor is true, boring. <laughs> it shows somebody who chose to go hide in the dark for four days and then sign with the team. And that's it. Other yeah. than that, what did they do this offseason? Yeah. Nothing. The, uh, for us, like we have psh, new ownership, new offensive coordinator, new franchise quarterback possibility. Uh, Ron Rivera, his coaching season is on the line. We have so many more things and more appealing for entertainment purposes for hard knocks than the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. I'm very disappointed. It's going to be boring to watch them during hard knocks. I mean, we can watch Aaron Rodgers talk the way he does on Pat McAfee or after the game, so we don't need hard knocks for that. Um, Unless they dive into his darkness behind the scenes, I don't care to watch hard knocks. I haven't watched it yet because of the teams. They've all been boring. Really? Stoner, you watch a lot of hard knocks. I love love hard knocks. I don't think they tend to focus too much on the star players. It's usually kind of the end of the roster guys that are kind of more dramatic. So what you know, I know you're disappointed, Stoner. Look but at his face. What, uh, you know, that disappointment, like you are the one who always teases us for talking about the end of the roster, guys. So mm-hmm. why were you excited about the Hard Knocks being here? And why are you disappointed if it goes to the Jets if you don't normally want to talk about the uh, the camps the of, the, of, the, of the roster? <laughs> well, I don't like talking about them them in terms of what they what value they bring to wins and losses because they don't really bring much value to that but i do like the human interest stories i do like seeing the behind the scenes uh guys doing things with their families and their and their struggles with confidence and maybe even like injuries or whatever it is i i just like seeing that and like last year in detroit they had i mean they had aiden hutchinson Right, he was. Yeah. I think he was. No, he wasn't defensive rookie. He was second because Sauce got that right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but started, you know that was really interesting to see him and his family and the background and all that other stuff. And they had, you know, the running back trying to make the roster, and then the the linebacker from Oklahoma, the kid that was trying to establish himself, uh, Rodriguez. Was that was his name? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know. Us. You know, all those stories. So then you just translate that over to Washington. I would love to see the backstories of, let's Jeremy just say, Jamin Davis and Mr. Uh, Steal Your Girl. Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And then he would have the talk about Zach Wilson and what they did. And, you know, that's cool. Yeah. 
But one of the best things, one of the best pieces of video that we've watched since Eric Bieniemy became coach, and I referenced it earlier in the show, was when he got in Adrian Peterson's face way back in whatever year that was. And he got into him in training camp, and they had like a back and forth. And EB was holding him accountable, your star player, and didn't like him talking back to him. That's the kind of stuff that you'll get in Hard Knocks. And we loved that clip because it showed you his fire, his personality, him holding guys accountable. So that's what I want to see is more of that. It's kind of like not the, just from him, but the other guys as well. Like that clip of Ron Rivera at halftime when he was coaching the Carolina Panthers. And he yeah. was ripping Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. Yeah. It wasn't hard knocks, I don't think, but right. it, it was, was just a, a viral clip, clip yeah. that came out. I definitely want to see that yeah. with Washington. Yeah. I want to There's see also, Jeremy Reeves' story behind the scenes. You know, I want to. Jeremy Reeves, right? I right. want to see. Chase Young behind the scenes too, mm-hmm. you know. I want to Tress see Way yoking Tress it up. Way. With guys. I want to see yeah. Troy Aski, like, right. you know, like. Of course, yeah. you want to see Trap Game. Hey, Trap. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you do. The uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to be said about missing those guys, and I think that the Washington Commanders media team's been doing a good job, kind of giving us a sense of what it's mm-hmm. like with some of their things. But mm-hmm. I, I, I do agree. It's a disappointing thing because we just want more and more content from the team. And we want to see these behind the scenes things. Uh, mm-hmm. You brought up the Ron Rivera with the the star players. Uh, not only that, there was this Ron Rivera clip where it was, I think during OTAs where he kind of goes to the sidelines with a kind of a mid roster guy and talks to him like very humanly. And those are the things that you're going to miss because Washington doesn't, it might, it's looking like reports are that the Jets going to get the hard knocks. Now. Uh, now that's the the normal hard knocks. There is this new in season hard knocks we'll where you might too. see some of those things. Do you think that might come to Washington? I think so. That makes more sense because if this vote happens and passes on July 20th, like it's slated to do. In season, it will be very, very interesting to see how we perform mm. with these new pieces and new ownership in place. And Ron Rivera coaching his last season, possibly Chase Young, you know, not picking a fifth year option on him. This could be his last year. Uh, you could focus on Emmanuel Forbes, too. He was our highly, highly regarded draft pick this season, not only because of his college, but what he's doing in camp. Then you got uh, Ryan Kerrigan, who used to play for us. Now he's a defensive line assistant coach. You could you know, shadow him a little bit mm-hmm. in season for former player to coach after just literally playing the two years before that. So, like, I don't know. It's just we have the pieces <laughs> not only to win games but to do in-season hard knocks, I think, just because of all the turmoil we've, we've faced for the past 30 years. Yeah. Well, I with, with, the, with the regular hard knocks, <clears throat> you have four teams that can be forced to. Right, nobody wants to do it. So there's four teams that can be forced to. If you're not one of those teams, I think the in-season one can be anybody. I don't think they yeah, have those. Yeah, there's there's no restrictions, right? Yeah. So let's be honest and take a step back and look at it from the what do they call it, the hundred foot view or whatever. Sure. Right. And let's nobody cares about the commanders outside of Washington. We've been <gasps> just horrible for 25 years. Why would people be interested in Washington? The they same would. reason why people weren't interested in Arizona for the end season card. Right. Did you watch it? 
Well, Arizona at least had J.J. Watt, and they knew that J.J. Watt was potentially going to be in his final season. You have uh, a wide receiver. You have a quarterback who is kind of electric. He does play a lot of video games. He's probably playing a lot of Call of Duty right now because he's (laughs) recovering from injury. You know, you have a DeAndre Hopkins. You have this this uh, eccentric coach. Like there was a lot of reasons Mm -hmm. for Arizona to be. We got Terry McLaurin though. Talking about, I mean, but Terry McLaurin is largely an unknown. I mean, he's only now starting to get his flowers, right? Mm-hmm. I think that as a producer, as a as an executive with HBO or Max, whatever they're called now, um, I'd probably actually go with Detroit, kind of the follow up to their Hard Knocks preseason last year. Now see where they've developed, and you have because you can have these recurring storylines, and you can follow up. I think that's probably where the the if I were the person making decisions would go, but I, I, I get, I get what people are saying. There's no real um, draw for Washington as far as outside <laughs> of this area. We're the only ones who know Reeves and his story of mm. being, I mean, he got a lot of play last year when he became an all pro and even, uh. even listed as an NFL PA all pro where he, you know, there was all this, like he's up and down the roster, you know, no one knows Tressway is like one of the funniest no, guys in the NFL. But that's the point like, of hard knocks. Yeah. Maybe you give one topic to grab everybody's attention to watch it and then introduce all these topics. And that one topic could be the Dan Snyder top issue that happened this past Yeah, I don't think they're touching that. But I know they're not, but like they could, you know, an owner for 30 years has decided to sell the team. Reports come out, da 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 da, and people because that's a national story. People all look, across the NFL league yeah. know, but I don't know, man. I just want it. I just want hard knocks. I know, right? You can you can make stories. There's there's no doubt that you can make stories. Oh, there's in always stories. The yeah. commanders, but when you start out and you tell everybody the in season hard knocks is going to be the commanders, everyone's going to be like, oh, well, don't watch tears. it. Don't watch it. We'll watch it. <laughs> I know. I want it. I'm with <laughs> you. I want it. it. I'm just saying from the the 900 foot view or whatever again that cliche is, it's ten foot keep, from 100 to 900. Just keep, keep changing the uh, keep changing the the thousand foot there. view. Uh, nobody cares, and so that's why they would not do it. Is what I'm saying. Why why the executives at HBO are going to look at that and say uh, we're not going to get any interest in this? So let's 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 go to uh, the Chiefs. I mean, everybody'd watch it if it was the Chiefs or the Dolphins. You with personalities; those yeah. teams have personalities that that get you, that grab you from the beginning without you even watching it. Washington doesn't have that nationally yet. So, I give. Up. Is anybody? Is anybody outside of Commanders fan ever even heard of Jeremy Reeves? That's the point of watching Hard Knocks, right? But you're not going to grab people. them. You're not going to grab them you don't, until yeah, that's what I'm saying. it's too what, late. Washington lacks the star to. power to bring in currently. Yeah. That's currently. all. You got to start with the ownership. You yeah. got to. That's we'll, the starting point. We would all like more content on our Washington Commanders. We're going to get it. And we would like you to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. Uh, this has been episode 127 of Ref the District. We appreciate everyone jumping in there. We had the Hawk 
TV, Commandalorian Michael. We had Tony, Gus Bus, Jay. Uh, let's see, scroll a little bit further here. A couple different Jays. David in the house, TJ in the house. We appreciate everyone jumping in and on the chat. It is the off season, the doldrums. Not a lot going on. We still managed to go almost an hour and 45 minutes with you, but that is hinges on you being here with us and having this conversation. We'll be back live next week, 7.30 here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Of course, you can catch content from us every weekday, Monday through Friday at 7.30. And so we hope that you've been enjoying those daily Commanders updates. Next, tomorrow's, we'll probably have some Washington Capitals in there as well. Uh, so as I said, make sure you hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and have a happy 4th of July. That will happen Tuesday of next week. So that one might not have a DCU because we might be enjoying festivities uh, and some of that fire water that Stoner's been enjoying as it is. But uh, until next time. Thank you, for your, thank you for your service, Nathan. Yeah, Nathan, yes, appreciate man. you, my guy.